Hi, welcome to the IME podcast. You're listening to Crystal, and in this episode, I'm going to give an energy insight, so to speak, at least from my perspective, on the current event that is happening. All right, so let's get into it. Okay, so today is Monday. And it is, I believe, March 23rd, and the world is facing an event of some sort. And this event was actually prophesized um, for a minute. And I remember... I stumbled upon it last year, uh, but didn't know what it meant until now. Um, And I didn't know how it would look or how it would take place, but it's become evident that, um, that what's going on currently within the United States and various other countries around the world that there is an energetic turnover of consciousness and it's become apparently clear um, over the last few weeks or so even before that I feel um all I know is that like over the last couple of weeks I felt a lot of rapid energy shifts within myself and yesterday I started doing my own self activations which I had been doing before but it was like a different way um in a a more external technique I was sourcing my activations externally so now I've um, I've reverted and now I'm activating myself from within so uh, which is really which has been really interesting um, I noticed that last week I had like I was a little feverish or last, yeah, last Sunday, and then last night after I had activated, I was feverish again, um, and so I'm like slowly but surely noticing the connections on my personal journey, like how to identify certain processes within my own path and the work that I do to stay open and to stay aware and so with what's going on currently and I have to be honest like I haven't been diving in to the media at all um hardly 
I did read one article briefly this morning, and um, as I was reading the article, it confirmed some insights I had been receiving, and I've been receiving like a lot of a lot of um, just information during my showers and baths for the last couple weeks, but um, I haven't been feeling the need to podcast anything I've just been kind of keeping it to myself but also on top of that I've just in general been feeling um very internalized so uh just like with everything going on externally um it's like my desire to be inwards, like really inwards, not like introverted shit. It, this is like the desire to go to like some sort of in, inter, inter, like consciousness or like cosmicness or something. It's like, it's weird. It's like I have this yearning to go inside of myself. It's like turning myself inside out or something. I'm not articulating it correctly, but it doesn't matter. Um, this is all to say, I don't know if you can hear those sirens in the background. Sirens have been, um, sirens have been on deck for today. I don't know what's going on out there, but, um, so I guess, you know what, let me just start with the article that I read, the one article, because um, every once in a while you kind of have to surface to to stay grounded on the planet, and uh, so with um, a lot of the energetic shifts, I think I said in the last episode, maybe I haven't said this at all. Um, but in the event that I didn't say this at all, I'll just, I'll just say it here. Um, there's been, uh, a huge energetic overhaul and turnover, um, and stuff that's been taking place energetically behind the scenes is now being physically manifested. So, um... For me, it's a time where I feel, uh, what's the word? I feel, uh, I feel confirmed. Like, I feel like all of this is a confirmation of all the work, the internal work that I've been doing over the last three years. And even beyond that, like the last decade and just my entire life <laughs> um because i've i've always had some sort of awareness towards my connection with self even even when i didn't understand it there was always like this this tie this tethering to something greater and bigger and at times getting knowledge that didn't ex did, 
that didn't seem to exist in the external reality. And so this event that's taken place where we have a lot of people transitioning over, um, AKA dying, um, for me, it's, it's, uh, it's a life affirming moment and I feel good about it. And that's going to sound really weird to somebody who doesn't understand what's going on right now. Because at first thought, it could be perceived as, are you actually glad that people are dying? Um, yes and no. But more yes. You know what? If I'm going to be... <laughs> this is going to be really it's like fucked up sounding. But um, on the deepest, deepest level, uh, the amount of deaths that are going on right now as a result of this event um, has to happen. And I'm the kind of person at this point where I don't fear death and I don't give a fuck what I'm saying right now because of my journey, because of how far I've come, because of how many experiences I've had, because of the confirmations that I've had. It doesn't matter what anybody says. It doesn't matter how anybody perceives what I'm saying or um, what I know about my own personal experience and how that is manifesting into the physical reality. I don't expect anyone to understand what I'm saying. Uh, but I do feel like each and every human being, we're here to live out our, our narrative for ourselves, but also for the collective. So it's important that whenever we do feel called to share something and there's there's sharing in a multitude of ways it could be through podcasts it could be through art and music and um all sorts of different things uh videos or divination or whatever um that sharing is important because it connects to people uh wherever they are. So if you feel like you're resonating with someone's music or you resonate with someone's art, um, let me go off on a tangent real quick. Sometimes you can be resonating with someone's music, but if you go a little bit deeper and you find out who the artist is and what their story is, um, and you find out that they're on a path of awakening, even though their music may not be that evident, um, which I've noticed with some people, like some people's music reflect one thing and it could be perceived one way, but then you find out that like the artist is on some other shit. Um, and they're a lot more woke than people think. And then you have the, the woke artist who like, for example, somebody like J. Cole, who is very aware, but then he can also communicate that within his music and with and his lyricism but he also communicates it in a way where like it reaches a certain demographic so to 
um, to the average bougie, <laughs> to the average bougie Joe who would like listen and be like, oh, that's just another nigga just kind of like talking about shit in the hood. It's like, no, 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 look, look, look a little bit closer. Listen a little bit closer to the words because uh, there is power in words because words are energy. And when you arrange words a certain way and are mindful about it, it conveys a certain depth of power. So that's why it's very important for us as human beings to get really mindful about our speech and about our thoughts and um, about the way that we use our communication in this reality. And um, jumping back onto the main line here with uh, what's going on with people dying. So I'm not afraid of death and I know what death really is. Death is just a transition. If you think about how things begin and end, a lot of people have issues with things ending. I know that I used to. I used to be really fucked up when things would come to an end. Even though my entire life was based around change, a lot of change. So you would think I'd be used to that. But um, only did I understand the profound... Um, value around all the all the change that I experienced in the earlier years of my life when I basically had to uh, be confined and settle down and be static so uh, when did I become static 2017 so yeah about three years ago um, is when my life started slowing down coming to a halt and over the past three years which i really i wasn't too aware of it at the time i noticed in the last couple of years i've been preparing for this very moment actually um i had gone from a service job to a remote service job and um And as I look back on the transition of things in the physical reality, it's like everything was leading up to what we're going through now. So uh, to summarize my life currently, I'm good. Whatever happens, I'm good. It doesn't matter. Um, but with other people who are navigating this reality from a less aware state. You know, this is a time for a lot of people to go inward. That's why everybody is on, not everybody, but there's a lot of people on lockdown. There's a lot of people thrown into situations where um, you're either in isolation and you have to go inward or um, you are in circumstances where everything's falling apart because you have to go inward. Um, and so if your external reality is triggered um, and there's lots of things like 
coming apart and it's tr triggering you emotionally and you know you're just feeling some type of way that's all designed to get you to go and do some internal work and feel those emotions feel what's going on if you're in fear you might as well fucking feel feel that shit all the way through if you're panicked feel that shit don't push it away um ask yourself what's going on with that you know why do you feel fearful or why do you feel panicked or why do you feel however you feel just um everything that's going on is is designed to get you to question your own your own emotional experiences so um this is a very important time because those who see this lockdown period and are able to connect with themselves, those are the people who are going to continue to evolve and they're going to be around on this planet. For those who are dying out, they are meant to die out. It's just as simple as that. Um, and that's going to trigger grief in folks who need to use that grief to connect back to themselves emotionally. So a lot of people got to die in order for those other people who are going to be left here, left behind here on the planet to wake up. So um, in order for people to wake up, there has to be a trigger. And in this particular event, um, it just means it has to be the casualties. So with that being said, some people may or may not understand why that has to be. Um, and if you understand about um, how everything is everything and all is one, air quotes, as corny as that may fucking sound, uh, there are two sides to every coin. If you think about the coin analogy, there's two sides to it, right? Or you think about a yin and yang symbol. There's the dark and the light side of it. And they have to coexist to create the whole, right? So the same goes, you know, in, in our reality. It's the same analogy all around. It's just represented in different ways. So in order for us to have a, a full life, a balanced life, a harmonious life, a whole life, a life where we are aware of, of who we truly are, um, there has to be an acceptance of both the dark and the light, the good and the perceived evil, um, enemy and friend all have to be accepted and um the more and more as i do my own internal work i see the pain as an ally now if you can get to that point where you can see pain as an ally and you can come to some sort of gratitude and i've actually spent a lot of time because in my natal chart i was born during a mercury retrograde i'm naturally reflective so it's easy for me to comb through my past and emotionally resolve certain situations anything that i can remember i can emotionally resolve some of it some of it i've actually um 
tried doing soul retrieval so that I could remember stuff where like if it was so traumatic for me that a part of my soul left my body and was like man this shit is rough I'm out I would you know go and do a soul soul retrieval to get that piece of my soul back so that I could actually remember that memory uh, because the decade of my 20s, I don't remember hardly anything. So a lot of my soul left my body during my 20s. Like there's chunks of me that just pieced out just my entire 20s deuced. And um, so lately I've been doing soul retrievals to get aspects of that back so that I can reconcile those emotional experiences and shit is real in these streets it really is but um i feel like for me to even be willing to go down that road to do the soul retrievals to go back and dig into memories and to um to jump into different timelines and resolve things um even timelines that i haven't even been in this incarnation i can jump to those timelines and resolve similar emotions even if i can't access it through a memory i've noticed that like there are potential timeline potentials that i had access to that i didn't even know like i had been doing it the entire time and i know that like those scenarios that I was processing were actually timeline potentials and I didn't know why I was um, doing that um, or why my focus was going into those areas so um, I realized that those potentials were also like ways that I could um, access things to heal as well um But yeah, something that I had read in the article about, air quotes, the social distancing going on at memorial services and funerals of those um, folks who are casualties, who have uh, died as a result of the event. Um, it's to the point now where funerals are being conducted and it's like, you can't go, you can't view the body, you can't participate in a service. It's just the person dies, they take the body, they dispose of it, they bury it, or they burn it, and that's it. And that is the most gangster, cold-blooded. <laughs> and I'm laughing because, like, that's how real this shit is. Like... It's so real out here that um, you can't, you can't, you can't process your, not even process, the word is project. You can't project your emotions externally by way of a funeral as an escape from yourself anymore, okay? I'm, I'm going to say that again. You cannot use a funeral to project, to project any sort of emotional baggage that you have. You can't use a funeral to project 
emotional baggage that you actually need to tend to internally. So I just wanted to clarify what's going on with the funeral situations. Is that like, you're not going to have that outlet to do that, to throw your emotions outside of yourself anymore. You have to go in. So it's going to be a lot of people crying at the crib over their loved ones. And they might try to externalize it and project it amongst them, like their, like their family and stuff. But even that, whatever happens and transpires through fam familial communication is going to turn you back inwards again. The universe is not fucking around right now. The universe is so fucking gangster. It's using every single thing it can in your external reality to turn you inward. It doesn't give a fuck. It just doesn't give a fuck. And I mean that in the most excited, beautiful, supportive, and encouraging way because I know what it takes to go inward. And I know that as a result of going inward, it's to your benefit. Who's your? I don't know, whoever the fuck needs to hear it. But your is in reference to anybody who is in deep state of fear, deep state of panic, people who haven't fully woken up to themselves. There's people who are kind of like, like they've gotten on the path of like semi-awareness but maybe haven't been that deep or they've been aware, but they've still been fucking with things that like, you know, have been delaying them. It's like consciously bullshitting. There are some people who are consciously bullshitting. And so the universe is handling those folks as well. But the entire time I asked for three years, I've been going through my emotional dumpster and that shit was no joke. And there was a point where, there was plenty of points where I wanted to jump ship. I didn't know what to do, you know? Even some stuff recently within the last three weeks, you know, that I was processing, that I was just like, I don't know how to, like, I just, I don't know what to do about that. And even in that moment, even in those moments where I'm just like, I don't, I don't know how to deal. Even that is a clearing. Even that is a lesson. Even that is, is the processing of emotional baggage. One thing I'd like to impart is that when you get to the end of your rope, hopelessness, confusion, frustration, when you're just like, when you hit your fuck it moment, when you get too tired to deal, that is when healing comes. So don't be deceived by your own perception of what's going on a lot of times for certain people. I know for me, I had to tire myself out 
it's like a hamster on the wheel. If I kept trying to turn shit, eventually um, I was going to get to a space where I would tire my own self out from trying to solve or work around bullshit. And only in the state of rest can you reconcile a lot of these emotional experiences. Sometimes you just got to really drive your shit into the ground in order to be in a space where you can be still enough. Even if that means exhaustion, that's where the universe will come and get you and fucking heal you up. And it seems like it's the hard way. Because it is. <laughs> I mean, shit, if, if you were awake, you would know an easier way, obviously. But those who are in specific states of consciousness where you're not awake enough to see that, then it's going to be like, oh, you're going to run your ass into the ground. And, and that's when you're going to get like another awakening or another insight or another release or another revelation or something. Um, but that's just how it goes. And then that cycle, it just continues and continues and continues. And so there is no end to this. This whole life is a process. It's a cyclical process of, you know, how well and how quickly can you process your emotions? How well or how quickly can you get to a state of neutrality? How well and how quickly can you accept everything in your reality, no matter how ridiculous it seems? It's also a time for um, releasing all belief systems. And in order to do that, in order to break that shit down, a lot of folks have to be devastated. Sometimes conscious change only happens through devastation. Like real major conscious change can only happen through devastation. You can comb through history and look at the most devastating events and then see what happened afterwards. I mean, you know what happened afterwards. We're in 2020. Our technology has advanced. Go back and look at every devastating event that has brought us here to this moment. And, and don't deny that it didn't bring you here. Hitler got us to this point. Trump got us to this point. <laughs> Slavery got us to this point. The recession, the depression, all of the wars got us to this point. Got us to this point of awakening. And this is an opportunity because everything is being turned over. This is an opportunity for deep love and deep compassion. I know for me, I feel a lot of it. I feel it. And I cuss a lot, but I, <laughs> my cussing is with so much love, though. It's like, 
I can't even explain it. I just feel it, you know? It's it's this universal acceptance of everything, the fuckery that everyone's going through. It's like, man, I know that fuckery, but on the other side of that fuckery is relief and harmony. And I don't need to call it anything else but fuckery. Sometimes you just got to call shit what it is because that's what it is. If we walk around as human beings and we're sitting here trying to sugarcoat what's going on. Oh, well, that's just a challenge. No, this is pure fuckery, honey. It's fuckery. And this fuckery is going to turn your shit all the way out into something beautiful and loving and gorgeous and compassionate. If you have any ounce of of openness and willingness to perceive that. I mean, I'm already there. So like my current experience is very peaceful right now and I've been protected and I've been taken care of and I'm good despite any sort of perceived chaos that's going on in this world. I'm good and there are so many other people who are in that space as well. Those are the people who on their time released human journey woke up. That's not a slight to anybody who is going through grief and tragedy right now because those who are going through a difficult time right now were meant to go through the difficult time right now. That's the way that you're learning your lesson. I had to learn my lesson a certain way. And then those who are um, using this event to evolve or die, that's a part of the overall evolution of the collective. Whether you're dying right now or whether um, you are being triggered to wake up, this is all for everyone in the collective. It's for the next generations. It's for the planet. It's for it's just for everyone going back to the remembrance of themselves, the oneness. The knowing of the universe. Whatever that is for you. So, this is a very beautiful time. Bittersweet, yes, but there is something very beautiful in the devastation. It's like when you go to a funeral and people call it the celebration of life for so-and-so. And they try to turn death into a beautiful thing. They're like, you know what, we're going to remember this person's life instead. That's all it is. Death is just an ending of old energy, old consciousness. Everything that is dying is dying so that something new, something more vibrant, something more radiant and prosperous and abundant can live. You can't have abundance and prosperity until something 
has to die first in order for it to live. Flowers grow out of shit, manure, dirt. When we talk about density and darkness and, and dirt, that's the soil that our lives grow out of. That energy, that dirty ass energy, our traumas, all of that shit. All of that shit molds us and shapes us to be more profound, more mindful, more loving, more compassionate human beings. So don't get it twisted what's going on right now. Yes, people have to fucking die. Yeah, some people may not like how that sounds, the way I just said that, but it's reality. And that's a part of it too. Getting really real with reality, accepting reality exactly for what it is. Because that's what—that's the thing that's going to bring people into neutrality. You have to be able to accept reality for what it is. What's going on right now? People are dying. All right? What happens as a result of death? Something new is born. You can't have a birth without something dying. Something has to die in order for another thing to live. Somebody asked me that on Quora. I'm like, well, there's your answer now. <laughs> like, do I believe that something has to to die in order for something else to live or something has to end in order for something else to start or um, something has to be let go in order for something to be gained. Absolutely. That is the circle of life. The fucking Lion King of everything. You know, whether it's our human life, the life of plants, the life of our cellular structures, you know, we have millions and millions of cells dying within us every single day and millions and millions and millions of cells being reborn within us every single day. It's what's changing our facial structures. It is the very thing that allows us to age. You know, we're dying right now. Shit. Living is a process of dying. If you didn't know every single day, like from the time you are given birth, you're dying. As you get older, as you grow up, you don't realize that those changes, aging, a process of itself is decomposition. You're dying while you're alive. Constantly. Physically. And eventually you get to that stage where you're like, oh, I'm 80. So, and, and I'm super wrinkly and my body has decided, you know, it's gotten the most out of this experience, the most nutrients and maybe some of the, you know, the bones aren't as flexible as it used to be. And then the spirit's like, you know what? I've had enough of this body. I'm good. I'm out. Bloop. And that's it. 
And some people tap out of their life earlier. You know, you got people who tap out as stillborns and through miscarriages and shit. Why? Because the mother of that child needed to have that miscarriage experience to evolve her in some way. So don't get it twisted and think that like stillborn and miscarriages and all those little events aren't significant or that they don't mean anything or that a spirit wasn't a part of that. Somebody got to go in there and do it. Everything around you, people giving you grief, there's a spirit in that person. Your enemy, there's a spirit in that person. Your enemies are evolving you. Be grateful. Be grateful and look inward as they are triggering the shit out of you because they are helping you. And that's pretty much it. I hope that you are having a magically exquisite day and week because I certainly am and I know that it's possible for everyone else. So I want you all to tap into that energy because it's there. And until next time.